This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds wide. Trey Slaughter. Hello and welcome back to Hoop Ball Hawks, the show here on the Hoop Ball Network that is taking flight. We cover everything regarding the Atlanta Hawks. I'm your host, Brad Harden, recording live from Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm recording this on November 1st. Happy Halloween that has passed, but we're now moving on to the month of November here on Hoop Ball Hawks. Episode 98, two episodes away from episode 100 of Hoop Ball Hawks. It's been a great ride. I'm just happy to provide some commentary to go with the Hawks season. And I know it was a tough day yesterday and this weekend outside of the Georgia Bulldogs, obviously. But to see the Braves not close it out at home last night, to see the Falcons lose at home to the Panthers, I mean, my Saints, you know, we beat the Bucks yesterday, so I'm feeling pretty good. But And then you got the Hawks. When I looked at their schedule in October, I pegged them going 5-1, and 4-2. And, and right now, to be sitting at 3-3, three and three, it's a bit of a disappointment for some people. It's still early in the season. There's some things that everyone's working through. I mean, there's a lot of really good teams around the NBA. You look at the Bucks, you look at the Clippers, you look at other teams like that, not at the top of their standings to start the season. And it, it could give people a cause for concern. So this episode is not to, not to be a Debbie Downer on the Hawks at all. Cause I'm going to be positive. You guys know I'm always very positive on this program, but we're going to talk about, what are the issues and what can they do before tonight's matchup versus the Washington Wizards, who are still hot right now? They've only lost one game thus far. So they're one of the hottest teams in the NBA coming down here to the 404 to take on the Hawks. And we got to get that bad taste out of our mouths a couple game ago, losing 122-111 up in the DMV. So it would be nice to return the favor. But what are the things that the Hawks have to do to return the favor. So this episode, I'm going to briefly talk about the bad that was in a Philly game. And we're going to flip it around and say, what are we going to be looking for tonight as they take on the Washington Wizards? And before I talk about tonight's contest against the Wizards, we have to relive that beatdown in Philadelphia that took place on Saturday night. Here's the thing, guys. Philadelphia has been looking forward to this matchup since we bounced them out of the playoffs last year. 
I knew we were going to get their best shot, their best punch in that game. I mean, that you've got to be crazy to think that they're going to come out flat against the Atlanta Hawks. This is a a rivalry now. This is a rivalry. And you're always going to be up for your rivals. Just like the Wizards were up for the Hawks, you're always going to be up for your divisional opponents. And the Hawks are going to continue to get everyone's best shot this year. They have a big target on their back. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. So you're going to get everyone's best shot. And looking back at the numbers on Saturday, a lot of people want to say, when the defense is a defense is a defense. And even some people, you know, talk to me on Twitter about that. If you look at the defensive numbers for the Hawks, they're actually pretty good defensively. They're a top 10 defensive team. The No, the Mavs game is not an outlier. Before these last few games, they didn't give up any more than 104 points in any contest before the Wizards game. The game, obviously, on Saturday against the 76ers, and I need to double-check my stats. No, Yep, that's correct. Before those two games, the most points that the Hawks gave up this year was 104 to the Pistons. So pretty good on the defensive end. But there's been some changes on the offensive end. I've seen a lot of chatter on Twitter talking about the not as much pick and roll usage with Trey Young. Trying to do different things like shooting more jump shots than threes and... I haven't seen them try to make an adjustment to get themselves back to the free throw line more so than obviously before, you know, last year in the rule change. Yeah, if you look at the numbers on Saturday, they had the same number of free throw attempts as Philadelphia and Philadelphia shot better from the free throw line. So when we get those opportunities from the charity strike, we got to capitalize. Offense, in my opinion, is the killer right now. I just... I feel like the Hawks are getting away from what made them good last year for the sake of just trying new things to try to keep defenses on our heels. But it's playing into the other team's advantage. If you're forcing more jump shots, and I like the mid-range jumper. I personally do. But when you think about analytics, the best shots that analytic people want are threes and layups. Mid-range jumper, they've been coming obsolete if you're not, obviously, DeMar DeRozan and some other players. And But that's been the focus for the Hawks. It's been a lot more mid-range jumpers instead of getting to the cup, getting to the free throw line, or shooting threes. And you got people who can rebound. I mean, they got trounced on Saturday, but out-rebounded the 76ers, 49-37. to 37. And that's going against a team with Embiid and Drummond on the other side. And they crashed the offensive glass. They out-rebounded them on the offensive glass 20-5 to on Saturday. So rebounding has not been an issue. Gorgie Jang has been great rebounding the ball. We know what Capella can do. We know uh, John Collins is a menace on the glass as well. We know that they can rebound. 24 team assists on Saturday. That's not bad. 11 steals for the 76ers. That's a problem. Six blocks for the 76ers to one for the Hawks. That's a problem. They got after it defensively. They did. 
And they forced 19 Hawks turnovers, which is the most turnovers they've had all year. And those 19 turnovers led to 28 Philadelphia 76er points. And if you look at the margin, they lost by, shoot, almost 30. They lost by 28. So you take away most of those points off turnovers. You make more free throws. They were 8 of 22 from the three-point line. They only shot 22 three-pointers compared to 38 three-pointers for the 76ers. We got to shoot more threes. We got to shoot more threes, in my opinion, because the Hawks have been really good getting into the paint this year, scoring, but they're not shooting enough threes, in my opinion. And it's a three-point league. We have to shoot those threes because when you shoot mid-range jumpers, it doesn't give rebounders enough time to get themselves in position to get the rebound, even though we're doing great in that regard and getting a lot of second chance opportunities this year. But you have to have a three prong attack on offense. You got to be able to get to the cup. You got to shoot mid range jumpers, but you got to shoot threes. And the fourth prong of offense is getting to the free throw line. We've been struggling getting, getting to the free throw line this year. We're not shooting as many threes. We're not running the pick and roll as much, even though Trey Young is getting his assist and getting everybody involved. They just don't look comfortable out there at times offensively. And that is my perception. You guys can challenge that. You guys know what my Twitter is. So please, holler at your boy if you're seeing something different. But that is my diagnosis of this team right now. They just don't look comfortable Early on offensively, there's plenty of time to change to this. There's plenty of time. So there's no need to panic. But when you're looking at the numbers, your leading scorer was Cam Reddish off the bench with 16 points. That's not going to cut it. I mean, John Collins only had eight points on nine field goal attempts. He was two or four from three, which is great. Didn't get in foul trouble. Only had two fouls all game, but... You got to get more than eight points than John Collins. DeAndre Hunter still trying to find his shot consistently on the offensive end. Seven points. Capella, another double-double, but four of 11 from the floor. 11 points, 12 rebounds, five fouls. You got to get more out of that. Trey Young only had 13. You got to get more out of Trey Young. Five of 16 from the floor. One of four from the three-point line. He had 10 assists. And if you're looking at the turnovers, three turnovers, so... Continue to keep those turnovers down, but you got to get more to Trey Young. Bogey, around his season average, 13 points. But when you look at the bench, Gallo only gave you four. You know, Gorgie Jane gave you two. Lou Will gave you five. Kevin Hurd only gave you three points. So there's been some people on the offensive end for the Hawks have been underperforming. It's not a defensive problem. Turnovers. Or bad offense is leading to opportunities for the other team, which is why they're scoring more points than us right now. Sometimes bad offensive shot selection is been well detrimental to your defense. And that's what we've been seeing the last few games. Just not great shot selection, people not comfortable where they're getting their looks in. That's something that Nate McMillan and his coaching staff have to figure out. Have to figure out because the Washington Wizards, they're coming in hot right now. Now, if you're into this stuff, 
the Hawks are still projected to win tonight. They're in a five and a half point favorite over the Washington Wizards. But are we seeing anything that's giving you confidence in saying that, you know what? I think they can win by five and a half points. I'm confident because they play better at home and defensively, this is a good team. And I think defensively, it's what's going to carry this Hawks team throughout the season. They, I think they're going to come out aggressive on the defensive end tonight. They have to. This is their home. They got to protect home court. So I think defensively, they're going to come out. They're going to be pretty stout. They're going to be pretty physical. And I think they're going to take it to this Washington Wizards team tonight. And I think they need to get back to the basics. Get back to the pick and roll with Capella, with John Collins, you know. And you know what? Try to get those lobs. Or when you're focusing on the defense, kick it out to a guy on a three-point line and take that three-point shot. Because we've been seeing, and I showed you guys the numbers last episode, the three-point shooting percentage for the Hawks is not bad. We're just not taking as many of them. And I think if we take more, we'll potentially make more. I mean, theoretically, we should. But we need to shoot more threes. We need to get to the free throw line more. I'm fine with the mid-range jumpers, but you have to have a balanced three-prong, four-prong if you count the free throw line attack on offense. And we just have not seen it yet this year. So, the Hawks have to come together and put this together sooner rather than later. It's early. Only six games into the NBA regular season right now. Yes, we're going into a very, very tough stretch coming up. As I said on the previous program, Washington tonight. Then they travel to Brooklyn, come back home, take on the Utah Jazz. Who I'm not as afraid of the Utah Jazz as I was last year, but still a very tough opponent. You got to travel out west to take on Phoenix, Golden State, Utah, and Denver. Then you come back home to take on the Bucks, which I have a feeling we're probably going to be pretty up for that game. And then Orlando, who even though they have not looked great coming out the gate, they're going to play hard. So these next several games are going to be really telling for the Hawks. And this is arguably the toughest stretch of the season. But it starts tonight. Dominique Wilkins said on the broadcast, it just takes one game. Just take it a game at a time. And this is what I'm hoping for the Hawks tonight. Just take it one game at a time. Focus on what we need to improve at. Let's get this offense going. We know this is a very dangerous team offensively. But we have not seen it except for a few outliers. Dallas, Detroit. But other than that, the offense has not really impressed this year. I've been impressed with the low number of turnovers. I've been impressed with Trey Young getting everybody involved. But at some point, the stars on this team have to take the reign and just say, hey, we got to go out there and play. The coaching staff has to diagnose the problem on the court and figure out, hey, we need to do these things offensively. And hopefully those things include, as I, as I said before, more threes, get to the free throw line, you know, more balanced attack, and just more ball movement. We have not been moving the ball as much, even though we're getting those assists. So 
And look, I believe in this Atlanta Hawks team. I do. It's early. And I know you guys saw the City Edition jerseys that came out today. Those things are fire. I cannot wait for them to put those on. I'm going to get one myself. You got to get yours too. But there's a lot of great things to believe in the Atlanta Hawks. We still have depth. We still have a lot of talent. We still have Trey Young. We still have a really good coach in Nick McMillan. So, and it's, we still have, we played six games. We still have 76, 75 more games to play before we even get to the playoffs. There's time to turn this thing around. So, I wanted to provide my you know pers perspective on what's going on for the Hawks, but my optimism as well. And I think the Hawks do come out and get a win tonight. I think they do beat the Washington Wizards. It's going to be a tough game. I mean, like I said, those guys on the other side are playing hard right now. You got Bill, Montrez Harrell is playing great. Kuzma's playing great. KCP's playing great. I mean, you got Bertans off the bench. That's a good team. That's a good team. And they're surprising a lot of people here in the NBA early on. And I would not be surprised if they are a bubble team this year, just like they were last year. But you're the Hawks. You're better than them. I'm just going to just say that now. You are better than the Washington Wizards, and you got to go out there and prove it. Start on the defensive end and translate really good defense into great offense tonight. And let's get this thing back. <laughs> let's get this thing back rolling. Let's get this thing back rolling because Brooklyn's certainly going to be tough. And you really want your offense to be high-octane when you take on Brooklyn. Two, when you play Utah, you're going to have to have ball movement because that's a really good defensive team. And you want people to be comfortable in the shots that they're taking. A lot of times, you know, both times we played Utah last year, they just made the Hawks uncomfortable. We need to be more comfortable offensively by the time we take on Brooklyn and take on Utah and obviously go out west because those are really good offensive teams that we're going to be playing in these next eight games. So we got to bring it. It starts tonight, one game at a time. And if you love what you heard today, give us five stars. Give us a good review. Share it with everybody. The Hawks bandwagon is still open right now. Three and three people might be hopping off. We're going to invite some more people to get on the bandwagon. So share this with NBA fans, Hawks fans, Georgia sports fans, basketball fans. Don't matter. Share this podcast because it's going to blow up. 100 episode is knocking at the door. Bring them in for the 100th episode. Follow us at HoopBallHawks on Twitter. That is at HoopBallHawks. Follow myself on Twitter. Brad Jarrett. Six seven. That is Brad J A R R E T T six seven. Hit me up on Twitter. Tell me what you think is going on with the Hawks right now. I told you what I think, but you know what? I'm not a prideful man. I always like other people's perspectives. So hit me up on Twitter. Continue to follow this program. Let's go Hawks. Let's write the ship tonight before we get into a very very tough stretch here in the next eight games.
This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.